Josh Allen's a run. The ball is out. His second fumble of the game, and the Eagles look like they got to this one. And but they are who we thought they were. Wentz pumps, throws, touchdown Eagles. Dallas Goddard. Sanders bursting through. The rookie from Penn State. All the way in. Touchdown Eagles. That's what the f I'm talking about, young boy. That's crazy. Young boy just went for 60 plus. Boston Scott powers his way in for an Eagle touchdown. What the hell's going on out here? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Well, T, it happened. We won a game. Yeah, we won a game, but let's not start talking playoffs. Let's be honest. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> Too but soon for that. I agree. Baby steps. Uh, how's it going? Get off the blocks! How's it going, everyone? T, I need you to calm down there. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Philly Experience Podcast. Uh, this is your host for today, Christopher Thacker. I am here in studio with Tyre Hood and Tanner Martin. Yes, sir. Uh, Max, Max James. We know it's hard. Uh, known Cowboys fan, Max James. <laughs> Should be arriving very shortly. Uh, he's quite late. Uh, but today we got a special episode for y'all. Y'all don't really use that kind of lingo. What the heck is y'all? Y'all. Well, he was talking about Cowboys fans. So he <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, no, we got an Eagles win to discuss with you. They just beat the Buffalo Bills in week seven, bringing us to a 500 record. Uh, we got the Sixers. 3-0, and baby. 3-0. And... and uh, the, the Phillies World have, Series. Don't forget the World Series. I, I, be, I'll be honest. I didn't look. I barely watch any sports this week. <laughs> yeah. They face the off Phillies, for Game Six. The Phillies hired Joe Girardi. Did I mess up that name? No, no you did I did not. You did not. Look, I'm sorry. I'm not good at this. This is why Max needs to be here. <sighs> and maybe if we get to it, we can talk about the Flash. <laughs> <sighs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, T. Why don't we just start with uh, the. The problem at hand, not the problem, the thing at hand. The thing at The so, thing at hand. The Eagles. So. That's what I'm trying to say. The trade deadline is today. Oh. So, people, be on guard because oh. anything could pop off, anything could happen. So, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, don't do that. I'm sorry. Don't do that. It's early in the morning. People could be listening to us on the drive here. You don't need nobody crashing at the wheel on 309 and on 476. We don't need that, all right? <laughs> Let's just calm down. What time we got till the trade deadline? <laughs> Um, I believe it ends at 2 or 3 o'clock. Oh, jeez. But, yeah. But, you know, anything could happen on this show, so just stay tuned. Now, the, this our crazy luck, for some reason, is everything seems to happen after we get off. You're not wrong. That's, which, that is the consequence of being early in the morning. Which pisses me off. But, hey, everybody has busy schedules. All right. Let's let's get to the matter at hand. Let's break down this Bills game. Um, very impressive win. Um, but this team is starting to irritate me because it seems like they're starting. <laughs> well, yeah, they've been irritating just now? every week. Wait, wait a second. Just now, we've lost four games this season, and they're just now starting to irritate you. No, no, no. They they've been irritating me. But the issue is, man, like it seems as though they're able to rise up in games that we don't think that they're going to win, but then they turn around and get the victory. Do, do they, I don't understand that. Do they play down to their competition? It, it seems like they do. Tanner, you have something for us? Well, well listen, the Bills, they were 5-1, and one, but the, the teams that they beat were the Jets, Giants, Bengals, Titans, and Dolphins. Mm, that's true. Pull your head out of your eye! Yeah, that, there was plenty of that on the sidelines and in the locker room. I, I can almost guarantee that. Like, Doug, I, I'm going to be honest with you. That was, that was good play calling 
on both sides of the ball. We're going to start with the offense. Listen, here's what they did. Here's here's the strategy, and this is something that I've been crying about, something that I've been crying for for a nice little while now. Don't cry. Really? Sick. Anyway, (laughs) everybody remembers how we played in the Green Bay Packers game. All right? They Uh dominated. They dominated. Tanner is smiling because he was there. <laughs> Look, yes, Tanner, stop. Lambeau sure. Field is one of like the three places in the world I want to go to. Sure. But, but what I'm saying is they dominated the line of scrimmage with the run. I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles is a run play action team. Because yeah. when they committed to the run game with the absence of Deshaun Jackson, this team has flourished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another guy that's on my list. Because I'm, I'm sick of this. But we'll get to that later. But as I was saying, this running game was dominant on Sunday. I mean, it was beautiful. And finally, finally, they actually listened to maybe they listen. Maybe somebody's listening to this show. Could be quite possible. Somebody on the Philadelphia Eagles could be listening to this show what? because uh, yeah, they, okay. <laughs> listening they, to us. Slow your roll, buddy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they lined up Miles Sanders. And Jordan Howard in the backfield next to Carson Wentz. Are you saying in a twenty-one the, personnel, are you two backs, one tight end? That the, Doug Peterson listened to your suggestion. It could be quite possible. And he's now going to hire you. Stop yourself as a coordinator. <laughs> it could be quite possible. You never know. Not That's right. all I'm saying. No, not at all. I mean, yes. <laughs> Either way. They put them both in the backfield, and that's how Miles Sanders was able to rip off that huge 60-plus yard run, and Jordan Howard was the lead blocker. I mean, it was a thing of beauty. I mean, sure, Micah Hyde just stood there for some reason or another because he had the angle for the tackle, but either way, it was a thing of beauty, and now we're finally starting to see the reason why Miles Sanders was a second-round draft pick and why he was so coveted coming out of Penn State. It's plays like that, the explosive ability, and he was, you know, he was making tacklers miss. You know, that was something that we complained about last week about Miles Sanders, the fact that, you know, he he didn't show any elusiveness coming out of the backfield, but that was really encouraging and exciting to see from Miles Sanders. Seriously. Three rushes, 74 yards. That, that's, touchdown. Like, in man, his passing yards, man. Dude. Oh, yeah. I think that's where, that dude, that's where he's going to make his bread and butter. In this offense, it's out of the passing game. He's an excellent pass catcher out of the backfield. I can't wait until they start playing five wide and they put him out wide and he's matched up against a linebacker. Man, I can't wait to see something like that, man. That is a mismatch waiting to happen. That speed when he gets into the open field is a rarity. Like the fact that nobody caught him on that run. Nobody. No. Nobody came near him. Receiving yards. Like that's impressive. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Over 100 that's about 130 plus yards total for the game as a rookie. That's man, that's that's an impressive feat. And even Boston Scott got his first NFL rushing touchdown, and mm. then proceeded to fumble the football. Yeah, yep. I kind of I kind of said in a group text that you know he you jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, I did. I kind of said in a group text that you know he could replace Corey Clement in the offense, and then he receives the fumble. So, the same thing Corey Clement does. Yeah, I probably jumped the gun a little bit I on mean, that one. Nah. 
I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Now. But we need to get into these. I know you were talking about how Miles Sanders can catch the ball, but we need to talk about the receivers that we have. I'm glad you mentioned that because, listen, um, I'm, I'm sick and tired of all these receivers. It just seems right. like the Alshon Jeffrey show in yeah. the wide receiver position. Yeah, well, pretty much. Because that's it. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me tell you something right now because I'm about to bring something up that's going to blow everybody's mind. Yeah, these wide receivers, they ain't <laughs> all right. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. You miss Jordan Matthews? <laughs> I do. I'm going to listen. Remember I said earlier uh, we were going to get him? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Loud and clear. Oh. Now. Uh-huh. Guess who's coming oh in? Oh, my God. Late. Again. As usual. Dog on it. <laughs> Sorry. I meant to play this Jesus, one. man. <laughs> <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, Max James. <laughs> Woo! All right. All right. All right. Calm down. Calm down. You dumbass. Anyway, T, back to what you were saying. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. So, I saw something that somebody had tweeted out um, about a, a day ago. And it was interesting to me that, you know, I seen this stat. So, to give credit, this came from Liam Jenkins of uh, the Philly Sports Network. Here's, here's, here's sick. This is sick. Jordan Matthews, all right, in 2018, his stats from that year, he had 20 receptions on 28 targets. 300 yards and two TDs. Okay. Wow. Now watch this. Watch this. Watching. Nelson no. Aguilar so far this year. Now mind <laughs> you, we're paying him $9.3 million that on is, the cap. That's quite a hefty chunk of change. 29 receptions, 46 targets, 261 yards, three TDs. Now, I said in the group text that I'd rather have Jordan Matthews out there in the slot than Nelson Aguilar. Now, Tanner attacked me, but... Listen, I just gave you numbers saying that I'd rather have I'd rather pay Jordan Matthews Excuse a bag me. of chips Wait, oh. than to have Nelson Aguilar out there. Yeah, well, earlier a couple weeks ago, I I mentioned getting Jordan Matthews. And that's crazy part because they they just released him. The 49ers just released him on Saturday. Yeah, they don't need him. Let's so be honest. So that's you know that's an option that's out there for us to explore. Oh, here's another stat. Here's another thing. Matt Collins ain't crap either, all right? Matt Collins straight up ain't crap. Listen to this. The entire month of October, he's had, according to Jimmy Kemsky, 141 snaps, four targets. He's only been targeted four wow. times. That's pretty No damn catches. What the hell is up with these receivers? I thought corner was the biggest need on this team. These receivers ain't worth two cents. Remember how excited we were? The beginning yeah. of the season with all the receivers we had, yeah. Zach Ertz even Arthur. was going to be even greater. I thought Arthur Whiteside uh, would Deshaun play a much Jackson. bigger. I thought Goddard was, was so going to be excited. good. Oh, welcome, Max. <laughs> Listen, are you guys all in favor of Woo! move at the deadline? Uh, yeah, oh. honestly, I'm all for all the. I'm excited to see what happens, but I have a feeling it's going to be. I mean, as underwhelming as Kanye's latest album. But <laughs> I'm just wow. I'm just expecting nothing Jeez. to get really wow. done, it, it, the, and we're just going to be suffering the rest. Yikes. Wow! Yikes! The temperature in the room just went up. Dang, Tanner! Just but coming in no, with the heat this after, morning. After the failed experiment of Orlando Scandrick, I would like to get another corner. We definitely need another corner. Um, I'm gonna be honest but, with y'all. But well, they think we need another. See, corner. and that's that's where um, I feel as though we have an underlying issue. Is the fact that, listen, 
Ronald Darby and Jalen Mills really didn't play that bad on Sunday against the Bills. Now, granted, we went up against Josh Allen, who isn't exactly the most accurate quarterback. Now, we've had problems in the secondary when we went up against an actual quarterback that will throw the football. An actual quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see. That's the thing, though. The Eagles are always dealing with not that bad. We yeah. need to. We need to deal with great. Now, I think we are all in, in agreement. Order to, in order to go far in the playoffs. I mean, now, I think yeah, we are all in agreement in this room that corner is a is a huge issue. Yeah. Corner is an issue that needs to be addressed, probably just as much as a right receiver. The right receiver position needs to be addressed. But here's the thing. I don't think the team sees corner as an issue. Because they feel as though they're getting healthier, they're getting their players back, Avante Maddox may come back. Crevion LeBlanc is going to come off IR. Jeez. Oh, Wow. I know. And wow. there's some of the that's... names that we're saying. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a name that strikes fear in the heart of everybody. Uh, yeah, okay. Cravion LeBlanc. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm sick of you. Quaking in my boots. <laughs> that's I mean, but you're at, you guys are absolutely correct. But that's the thing, though. The team might not see that we need some DBs. Well, they need to take off their Eagles colored glasses and uh, come to reality. Do we do something with the offensive line? Mm. The that, only thing that's I see, a good question. The only thing I see them doing anything with the offensive line, they might trade Big V. I've, it, he's been mentioned in a lot of trade rumors as um, a piece that a team like the Browns, who's struggling on the offensive line, could use I feel at like that left they, tackle position. If we could have given them him, then we could have done something with a trade even bigger with the Browns. Well, yeah, but who? Let's be honest. Let, all right, like uh-huh. let's 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 really talk about this and let's think about this. What kind of value do you think you're going to get for Halapulavati Vatai? Uh, as far as what a defensive player? Well, the team like probably any needs kind of value. How about like a fifth or sixth round pick? Honestly, Max is Max is pretty much on point. Like that's I mean, yeah, you're not stock up on the pick. The not, most you're going to get is a fourth for Vatai. Like mean, he's a backup tackle for a reason, and then like he's an excellent roll blocker, excellent run blocker, very very powerful at the point of attack. Did you guys see the Chiefs game? Did you see who they brought in? Who they bring in the line? No, I didn't see. Who they Wisniewski. Brought? Oh yeah, I did see that. And yeah, yeah, in a backup role last yeah. week. Well, I, I just want to ask if this were to happen with uh, Big V, say, knock on wood, Dillard goes down and Jason Peters is still out. Who they put in? Jordan Mulata. Man, that's the only Where option that they have. Well, well they're not, how's he been doing? No, they're not activating them. They're well, of course you're gonna you're gonna play a first round pick over a tackle that was drafted in the seventh round. You're not gonna sit. Well, no, I'm first round. I'm saying I'm saying knock on wood if he goes down. Mm-hmm. Who do you put in? And that's the only guy that I know of. But well, first <laughs> off, they're relying on Jason Peters to come back. That's first and foremost. And then on top of that, yeah. So Malata, if Big V were to be traded, Malata would be the next in line. To man that tackle spot. This is a silly question because uh, Big V played a big part of the Super Bowl winning team. Do you think people would value Malata higher than Big V? No, only because Big V has tape. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like Big V has played in not only regular season, playoff, and Super Bowl uh, game, but Malata has like, not played. Next to Nick Foles. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'm not. I'm not. I think Vitae is a, is a pretty solid backup. I mean, he played well in the Super Bowl a year. He sure did. I don't Wait, know. who you say played played well in the Big V? Vitae. You know what? He did. He did his job. He did his I'll, job. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it like they that. They all did their job. Like he, I won't say. That's why he, we won. Especially yeah. Nick Foles. Here we go. Just do your job. 
Maybe that's go. the Patriots. Remember when Corey Clement ran for or received for a hundred yards in that game? Yeah, that was yeah. No. Can we stop? Can we stop bringing up the past? That's actually a problem that Orlando Scandrick brought up. That oh. the Eagles were living in the past. Yeah. That's just a cool. It's stupid. But I, th- I think if we're gonna make a move, it has to be a wise, you know, not not a smaller end type of deal. Maybe I, I don't. You want to see some blockbuster type thing? I don't think that. I don't, I don't think if we do that, that puts us over the edge. Still, remember no. how crazy it was when the Eagles got JJ out of nowhere? Mm. I hear you. Yeah, I do remember that. Just sitting in class. What was that third round pick? Eagles. Oh yeah, we definitely was sitting in class when that trade yeah, went down. Eagles All of us. JJ. Like yeah. yeah, that was yeah that was crazy. I and think even, so, I think something like that's gonna happen today. And I even, think we're gonna get a wide receiver. That I agree with we're that. We're not I mean, expecting. I, mean, I agree with it that. It can't happen tomorrow. This would be so. three years in a row, right? It would be JHI, then Golden Tate last year, yep. now this year, then Mike Evans this year. Who knows? <laughs> That, that would be nice. Oh, yeah, would be it would nice. be nice That'd to be get Mike Evans, great. but I'm telling you something right now. You're going to have to give up something pretty. The teammates and Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans. I trust Howard. He's, he's done he's done his job before. I think he'll do it again. Because Nate. at this point, it's all speculation, right? I mean, we don't know what the right move to do really is. I mean, any move could work out. Any move could be bad. Um, so I think that if as long as he, he, he sits down, he's probably working the phones as we yeah. speak. Right now, he's got a bunch of things in front of him. He's looking at them all. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. uh, he's not going to mortgage like any of our future draft picks or any big time things. I don't. I wouldn't assume because of the fact that we need depth on this team and we're you know we're shallow in multiple areas. We also are definitely at a crossroads in the season because we're five hundred, and we're either going to go up or down. And if that's you, exactly why we need to make a move. If yeah. you but but if you give up hefty draft picks and you say for the rest of the season go, you got to do some math. Uh, just say it's a losing record. And you don't have that precious first round pick, it's going to hit you in the gut. Well, like see, that's, a seven and nine record. Sure. Well, see, that's the thing. See, that's the thing. I'm not and good at math. That's the reason why I think Howie's not just going to jump on the first thing that he sees, the first trade that he sees, because he has to calculate how long the player is going to be here, estimately, um, how many years are left on the contract. You know, does it fit within the cap of the team? And if you're going to trade for somebody who's on their last year of their contract, now you're talking about possibly crunching numbers to bring that player back. Like the same situation with Jay Ajayi when we traded for him. He was on the last year of his contract. We brought him back. We sure did. Like We shouldn't have, but we did. No, no. Jay Ajayi did his job that next year. He just got hurt. Hmm. Okay. He was a little slow, too. <laughs> so didn't have a strong back. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Didn't have kid. kids either. <laughs> no kids. He needs them to learn how to wrap that thing up. <laughs> That's absurd. Uh, oh, I, what I, an alley oop! I, I can't. I can't with y'all this morning. Uh. But yeah, I agree with Tanner. I do see them trading for a right receiver. Um, how big of an impact right receiver um, that that I, remains I don't to think be I seen. I want Robbie Anderson on this team. Really? I was telling Max the other day, I'd, I probably wouldn't give my left shot. I don't really want a receiver because we look at Golden Tate last year. He really didn't make an impact until the Bears' playoff game. I mean, it took him forever. Okay, but whose fault was that? Let's be honest. It's like we can't. It's hard to incorporate an offensive player into a team Wait. within the matter of a couple weeks. Exactly. It's easier for a defensive player. Be quiet, if you incorporate <laughs> Incorporating a defensive player into a team is a lot easier, especially if they're a safety or corner because they're reacting. You know, they don't have to. There's no routes they have I, to run or things of that nature. I understand what you're saying, Max, but uh, I feel like a guy like Golden Tate is not that hard to put into the offense. Now, remember, last well, year... Call out to Doug Peterson. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. that's, that wasn't Doug's fault. 
Mike Groh came out uh, yeah. and stuck Everyone his leg out and said, oh, it's hard to work a guy like Golden Tate into the offense. He's on record as saying that. Golden Tate's a great slot, dude. You just plug him in there. You know, we were looking at him his whole career. He's been there in Detroit in the past and then in Philly now with the Giants. Listen, I agree with that statement. I, I completely agree with you. But the coaching staff seems to have seem to have had difficulty putting Golden Tate into the offense. I think that was absurd which, yeah. and a stupid thing to say, <laughs> which is one of the reasons why I kind of want Mike Groh to be gone or at least demoted back to right receivers coach. But, yo, man. Well, look, I hope, I hope there is a trade today because we know the fact that this team is not – where it needs to be, and you're always looking to try to improve your team. But at the end of the day, I think that if as long as we can get uh, somebody in here or multiple players that are productive, I believe then then we can be a playoff team, especially the way we look Sunday against the Bills and, and be able to turn this thing around, hopefully next week against Chicago, and then we have a bye, and you know the Patriots, the Seahawks coming up, the schedule, oh God. The schedule does not yeah. get any easier. And you know what? Since we're on that topic now, what man that after the bye those two home games against the Patriots and the Seahawks I'd be satisfied if the team goes one and one lose to one of them but you gotta beat you've got to beat one of those teams I don't know who it is but you in order for you to make I hate this the fact that I'm bringing this up but people have argued me down if you're gonna make the playoffs if you're gonna make a push for the playoffs one of those two teams you have to beat. And honestly, yeah. you probably need to beat the Seahawks because of because they're in your conference. The Seahawks probably well, needs to be the team look, to beat. I don't expect to beat either one of those teams, and I don't think we need to necessarily because of the fact well, that if we can win this Sunday against the Bears, right, and then you look at the end of our schedule with the Dolphins, we got the Redskins again, the Giants twice. You know, the game we really, if you look at big picture, the game we only really, really need to win is the Dallas game at home. But the Giants ain't no pushover no more. I think I think we are a better team than them. I'm not nervous about the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, we played against Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott ran over this defense. Just imagine what Saquon Barkley. Yeah, is but, but you got you got to remember, you got to remember, the Giants <laughs> don't have an Amari Cooper, and I think Dak Prescott's better than Daniel Jones, and also I believe the Dallas defense is better than the Giants I mean, as well. I mean, we know how you feel about the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm making a statement here about the Nothing. Giants. This is the Giants with the topic of, of conversation. <laughs> I just said we need to beat I'm the just, Cowboys if I'm, we want to make the playoffs. Because they're, they're first of all, first of all, they had the tiebreaker over us <laughs> yes, as of sure. now. Yes, they do. So that's a must win situation. And they lead us in a division standings. So Yeah. But I don't yeah. I don't necessarily think that we need to beat one the Patriots or the Seahawks. Well, but <laughs> in order to make the playoffs. I mean, I mean it would be nice to beat them, obviously, but I don't think it's a necessity. I think it is, especially the Seahawks. You can lose against the Patriots. You can afford to lose against the Patriots. I mean, I it's a little bit to. more. It's what, little, why would we definitely need to beat the Seahawks? I mean, they're, they're miles ahead of us. Because the, look, look at it like look how look how the standings stand so far in the NFC West. The San Francisco 49ers are undefeated. Are they right. right now the top wild card team? They top wild card. The NFC. The um, the 49ers are the first seed. No, I'm saying the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks would. The Seahawks is honestly a wild card team at this point. Because, so, yeah, and okay, that, we have no shot at catching them. And exactly. So, who's the second wild card as of now? Does anybody know uh, off the top of their head? See, and that's the thing. See, that's where we come to a crossroads. If Dallas is going to win the NFC East, that means we need to fight for a wild card spot. Man. I think the only the only chance to make them playoffs we have is winning the division because there's too many teams in the NFC right now at this moment that are better than we are. 
And that's what I'm saying. Like that's like that's exactly <laughs> yeah, my point. No, he's right. <laughs> like that's exactly my point. You still got the Panthers, who's really still competing. Mm. You still got the Vikings, who's Vikings. second place in the NFC North. Like, let's be honest here: the Rams and the the Rams and the Seahawks in the NFC West. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's it's not looking too bright from from a wild card standpoint. However, that division's still up for grabs, You're, yeah. and we have half a season here to see if we can turn it around. And the fact of the matter is, we need lights. to make a move. We need to make a deal today, in my opinion, because of the fact that we're not. We need somebody. We need somebody to put us at least closer to our goal, which at this point is not winning the Super Bowl. It's just making the playoffs. And I agree with you at this point. Um, listen, it, it's I, I forget what one of you guys said, but if you could just get to the dance, anything could happen. Just yeah. get to the dance. Yeah, anything could happen. Look at the year we won the Super Bowl. Who honestly thought? That Nick Foles would have continued the success. Listen, I've always been confident in Nick Foles. Don't do that. I've had his jersey since 2013. Don't do that. Same. Don't do that. But all my family was negative and said that the season was over. Okay. But Nick Foles. Look, even I was. Even I was like, dude, man. Don't don't worry. I don't know about this. Yeah, Nick Foles. Like. (laughs) Because that guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But anyway. But, get back to it. But yeah, like so the playoffs in order for you to make the playoffs, the, playoffs. first off, the Cowboys is gonna have to lose. And they're gonna have to lose bad these next these upcoming games that they have to win. Whoa. Like let's be honest here. The the Cowboys number one, we can't we can't tie with them in the division. Because I think they're gonna honestly have the best division record. So we have to fight for a wild card spot or either just straight up outbeat the Cowboys. And I don't see that happening. Because at least at this point, the way it's been looking, the Cowboys are a better team than us. <coughs> so I'm just, just putting that out there. So I are. hate saying that. They are a better team than we are. But, you know, the best team doesn't always make it. We all we all know that. I uh, agree with that. They got the Giants, Giants Vikings, yeah. Lions, Patriots, Bills, Bears, Rams, us, Redskins. Okay, so not the easiest schedule. But, again, we don't really have an easy schedule. Nope. Now, Let's especially talk in the about next couple schedules weeks. and how the Patriots have the easiest schedule <laughs> after winning the Super Bowl. Well, they play their division. Yeah. They got lucky they had to play the NFC East, which is horrible. Our division is probably one of the worst in football. Well, see, that's the, that's the uh, thing I with have the Patriots. Pa- the, what's, the, what's the worst division? Yeah. The easiest division would probably be. I mean, besides, I mean, we're factor, factoring East? out the. the no, we're factoring that out because the Patriots already. I said that the Patriots yeah. play them every year regardless. Hey, the, okay. <laughs> but close division. I think we were talking about it earlier mm-hmm. would be the AFC South. That's a close division between the teams. I, I don't really think there's a team that's going to really prove to be the taking yeah. over the division. Yeah, but, but the NFC West, man, that for that wild card spot between the Seahawks and the Rams. Man. You got to remember Cleveland was supposed to be better than what they showed Sunday. <laughs> you know, they were that was supposed to be the Ravens, a, man. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> really is. It was supposed race. to be a bigger game Dude, in New England. What's up? I just realized something. What's up? I remember way back in the summer when we first looked over the Eagles' regular season schedule, and mm-hmm. we saw that we had to play the Patriots. We were like, well, thank God that's after the bye. we got two weeks to prepare for them. Mm-hmm. The Patriots, we know it's hard. The Patriots, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots also have the bye. So they also got two weeks. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that yep. until I just now looked at their schedule. Yep. Tanner's actually predicted their schedule pretty accurately so far. He has them going 9-7. Yeah. and seven. He yep, was really the only true— 9-7? Uh, yeah. 
Patriots? Before no, the season the, started, no, the man. Eagles. The Eagles oh, before the season Eagles. started. Okay. I was like, when Patriots we were all sitting seven. here saying, oh, they're going to go 12 and 4, they're going to go 13 and 3. Yeah, I have, I have it on my uh my This fridge. man over here. <laughs> he knew what he was stay talking tuned. about. He knew what he was talking about, obviously. I've only been wrong on two You got games. that episode stapled on your fridge. Stapled. Magneted. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not stapled. Don't staple your fridge, kids. Uh, let's look ahead to the, the game against Chicago specifically. Okay. Um, we all know David Montgomery's talented running back. Their defense is scary, but it is at home, and their offense has been struggling with Mitch Trubisky under center. And, and the team has already announced that uh, Mitchell Trubisky will still start, regardless the fact that he's struggling. And here, and here's where you can beat the Bears if that if our defense ramps up that pass rush like they've been like they've done against the Bills, like they did against the Packers, like they did against the Jets. If they can ramp up that pass rush and get to Mr. Trubisky, he's going to throw up ducks. He's going to give you balls, and you're going to be able to pick them off. You're going to be able to turn the ball over and put the offense in a position where it's a short field. At minimum, you can at least get a field goal. But this has to be a defensive game. I expected, yeah. honestly, I expected the Bills defense to look like basically <coughs> what I'm predicting the Bears is going to be. Right. I predicted the Eagles to have to be in a dogfight. Against the Bears, this is going to be a straight-up dogfight. Keep in mind, there could be some changes, too. The Bears can make some moves. And that is true, because they feel like they're close, too. Listen, before the season started, I had this game as a win. And, Tanner, I think you had it as a loss, correct? Yeah. Okay, so this one, when you look at it and and look at just flat out, look at the stats, you have the defense of the Bears that's really, really talented. Wentz is going to have to make some plays this this upcoming weekend in order for us to win this game, which he usually does or usually has to do anyway every week. But here's the problem: Are we going to be able to stop? Are we we going to be able to make enough plays against Trubisky, you know, in order to win? Because I don't know how many points we're scoring in this game. The Bears are very, very good, especially with Khalil Mack and their safeties. You know, Mm -hmm. Roquan Smith, linebacker. They have three levels. Of players on that defense that can make a play at any moment. Yep. Right. So, so you're facing one of the best in the league, the one of the best defenses in the league, I should say. And then you look at it from our defensive standpoint: can we make enough plays defensively against Trubisky? Hold them, maybe hold them, maybe under 20 points. Because I don't know if we're getting a 20 in this game. And you know, see, and I look at this like like I don't know if anybody saw the score last week in mm-hmm. in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Chargers lost, or yep. excuse me, Chargers won by one. The, the Bears missed, missed the field, field goal. goal. I think it's going to be one of those type of games. It's going to come down to maybe one of those last kicks. But but are we going to be kicking it, or are, uh, is Chicago going to be? Well, Why Jake, was the game so close last season? Why was the game so close in the mm-hmm. playoffs? Yes. Because we were playing with Nick Foles, and that defense is – the defense, man, that it defense is It was closer because we were playing with Nick Foles? Yeah, honestly. What? So yeah. you think if we were Foles playing with Foles didn't have that hot of a game, game against the, Foles that – I'm not saying that Carson Wentz would have fared any better – but Foles really very much not. Really? Yes. Don't 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 do that. He had a he was having a week back that year. Yeah, Here we see? go. Here we go with the week see? back. Strong again. backs are important now, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> You're always on your back. <laughs> he needs to learn how to wrap that thing up. Yeah. Like anyway, let's get back. Come on. Listen, Come on. I, I just want to point this out. You know, we talk about quarterbacks and how important they are. It, it's so crazy when you when you sit down and you actually look at teams, right? If you look at the Bears, if they had like a Patty Mahomes or somebody like that, they could be a Super Bowl contender. But the fact that they have Trubisky on their team 
who can't put up more than 15 points a game. It just holds them back. They have the best defense in the league, you yep. could argue. They have yep. Allen Robinson and talented guys on the outside. they got a yes, great running do. back with Montgomery. Their whole line is average. It's not the best, but it's I tell not you horrible. One, I tell you one thing, though. They're missing Jordan Howard. Mm. They are really missing. Mm. I mean, are they? Last, last, year, they're, they're last year we had 42 rushing yards against the Bears. It was Darren yeah. Sproles, 13 carries, 21 yards. Jesus Christ. Wendell Smallwood, well, I mean, eight carries. I was about to say yards. we didn't have a running back. We didn't really have a running back. Yeah, so <laughs> we really did. That's going to be a, a big difference in this game. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Run Jordan Howard, man. He got 23 carries and against was, the Bills. I was saying that again. I was saying that before you got here. I was saying that in the Packers game, we dominated with the run game. The Bills, we dominated with the run game. Listen, the way this team is built right now, as of this current moment, without any trades going down or happening. This is a run. This is a running team, and this team needs to. This offense, in particular, needs to ride the backs of Miles Sanders and Jordan. Howard. Are we going to be able to move the ball on the ground against the Bears' defensive line? Though we have to win in the trenches. You moved against the Bills. The Bills are not, are not a pushover. All right. right? The Bills are a top five defense the all the way Chicago around. Chicago is a better defense. You're right, but probably just as talented. The game plan also called for a lot more runs with the wins in Buffalo, too. And that was another factor. And I'm glad Doug Peterson saw that and made the appropriate change. But with that appropriate change, you should clearly see that this is a run. This is a run first team. Mm-hmm. Then, now, once the run is set up, then you can start doing those play action passes and you can start hitting, you know, Ertz in the middle of the field. You can start hitting Jeffrey. I think this will be a big piece. Oh, definitely. He has to be because. He's a big part of our success, and he hasn't been He's targeted a lot. Hiding. He's got to stop it's hiding. Not, it's not him hiding. It's him getting double teamed. And then you're yeah. leaving these receivers one-on-one because the only one-on-one receiver I trust on that field is Alshon Jeffrey. I don't trust Matt Collins. I don't trust I sure as hell don't trust Nelson Aguilar. That's what Jeffrey's supposed to be doing, winning those one-on-one battles, and I haven't seen him win too many this season. He should be winning more, and also he should be getting more opportunities to win them. The ball's not getting his way. I agree with Four that. Four catches for like 60 yards is so not that, enough. That could be something to do with their relationship, and I think that'll improve over the next couple weeks. I think you it know, will. the locker room situation and everything like so, this. Yeah, just speaking of locker room situations, what do you guys think of that Orlando Skandrick, Malcolm Jenkins thing? I, just real quick. Orlando Skandrick, what, what did he go on? Fox Sports 1 and talk? Yeah, to, he went on Undisputed. Yeah, with, so, uh, I mean, Shannon he was, Sharp. And he was good. Yeah. Oh. First of all, he's old. So there's that factor. No He's not Super talented. No. So he has. Uh, he made one play in an Eagle uniform, and first, it was that first touchdown it against was, the Jets. It, it was so funny that after that interview, the Philadelphia Eagles put out a video that Orlando Skandrick was, you know, running up to Malcolm Crazy Jenkins Malcolm. saying, "Right, praising Malcolm, like, oh man, you the leader. Like that's the reason why you the leader. Like this plays like that. Like he was praising him. That was so perfect, and it made Orlando Skandrick look like." A, a, a two-face. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hear anything out of him after that. Nope. Because well, as you shouldn't. First off, he's not going to get a job again because now you just snitched on the... You possibly lied about the conditions in the locker room. Number two, you stated personal business in the locker room, so no other team is going to trust you now. Yeah. Like, that wasn't the smartest move to do. It no. really wasn't. Like, and then on top of that, you disrespect... The team, but yet and still against the Cowboys, you really wasn't worth two cents. No. You really wasn't. Like, okay, everybody remembers the play when I forget who the Cowboys passed to, but they almost scored a touchdown. They came in on a cover zero blitz. 
But Orlando Skandrick was standing 10 yards off the corner. If you're going to play and they cover zero, the end zone is about 15 yards away. Why are you standing that far back? Kind of play up a little bit. I don't expect you to press the receiver, but I do expect you to kind of play up. That's way too much real estate to give up for a wide receiver on that kind of a play. All right, let's not give Orlando Skandrick too too much time of our show because I hate that guy. He's terrible. Let's dive back into the offense that we had last season against the Bears. We had Alshon got the ball six times, 82 yards. Zach Ertz five times, 52 yards. Golden Tate five for 46 yards. Nelson Aguilar three for 32 yards. Yeah, you might as well eliminate Nelson Aguilar. So we need to find someone. So Deshaun Jackson might play. That's what I'm hearing. Apparently, they're gonna, but he's always going to have that nagging pain. They're going to limit him in practice. Going to limit him in practice this week to see how he feels. So he's ruined. He's going to. He needs surgery at the end of the day. He's going to get surgery. See, that's the thing. And you said you don't want Robbie Anderson. You need a receiver to kind of stretch the field. We need some sort of a receiver to stretch this field out. I agree. I'm not. I, listen, I'm not against any player out there. All right. I, in my opinion, like I stated before, I think we do need to make a move. I don't know what that move is or should be. I just know that this team right now is not as good as the Cowboys. What, why you know, why don't out. you want Robbie Anderson? I'm just curious. Uh, I just think we can get someone better okay. than Robbie Anderson. Mike, Mike Evans. <laughs> well, I mean, look at it. It depends on what, what the prices are, obviously. Um, yeah. Howie Roseman. And like, as T brought up off off the show, he brought up how the Bucks are in rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. And... I have a hard time believing they're gonna they're gonna sell a lot because Bruce Arians was brought in to be head coach. So I really have a hard time believing that they're gonna sell the house. I'll tell you who they will sell: Jameis Winston. I think I he's hope out they do. after this after the season's over. He's he's gone in my opinion. Oh yeah, <laughs> listen, yeah. and a lot of teams are gonna want Teddy Bridgewater. Yep, a yeah, lot of dude. teams. Yep. What the heck? By the way, he took over for Drew Brees. I don't know how long he's got oh, yeah. left with the Saints. He's, I think he's only on a one-year contract. But a lot of teams are going to. Well, now that Breeze is back, I mean, he's Teddy. he's going to the backup role again. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you're right. After he the season, somewhere else. he he might stick around though. Because how much longer does Breeze? You've always been a big fan of Teddy Bridgewater, haven't I, you? Yeah, I like I like Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, and I thought it was a shame how the way he left Minnesota. It was. It it, it honestly was like. To get injured like that, and then the team just basically turn their back on you, mm-hmm. and basically consider you damaged goods. Like that was, that was really cruel. Like they basically said straight up. What's he here for? Well, like, I, hope, <laughs> I hope he doesn't go to Miami. Well, look, I mean, when when Case Keenum performed the way he did, I mean, can you blame them? But let's be honest, this case stick at Keenum. They he he took that team to the NFC Championship. They had Sam Bradford, yeah, and what Case happened? Keenum, Teddy well, Bridge, yeah, I know what happened. <laughs> And that was the, that's the thing. The Vikings really aren't. The Vikings are proving not to be very good decision makers when it comes to the quarterback position. I mean, they're six and two. He could always go back to the Vikings. I mean, Kirk Cousins. We think, yeah, we know he has that huge contract, but it, the the part of the contract that's big is the money, not the years. He only had a three year contract. This is a year two. So after next season, not a fan of Kirk Cousins. I've never been a fan oh, of I'm Kirk not, Cousins. I'm not either. I'm just saying the way he performed. It's like, of course they're going to. That, that's what happened with Nick Foles when he got injured. Yeah. Yeah, his first time around. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of Foles, he's practicing again this week. Hopefully, yep. see him soon. Yep. Good for him. I mean, what did Minshew he do? has been doing. I mean, well. yeah, I was about I, to say, I, I don't, don't think Foles is getting that job back. But uh, we'll take he hasn't back. been doing. No, we won't. That great for Why a man not? who was what given eighty-eight mil to be starter for yeah. him to be replaced by him. That's nonsense. Nick Foles will be back at the starting job. Really? 
Yeah, 100%. they're paying them 80, hey, 80, 80 million. million. When you think about what, it, are they going to let him wise? come over here, take 88 <laughs> Sit on million, the, bench. And the Carolina Panthers put right some guy in with a great mustache. The, Car- <laughs> the Carolina Panthers right now are having a debate whether or not they want to bring in Cam Newton again because Kyle Allen is apparently. Oh no, they got to bring the guy Cam back. He played against the 49ers defense. That's what I'm. Yeah, I agree with right? you. Is that, I yeah. completely agree True. with you. But that's the thing. Sure. Like that's that's I'm one bringing, blemish. I, I would bring Cam back if I'm the. Yeah, Panthers. he's he at one point was your franchise. He's MVP, former MVP of the league. Yeah, did choke yeah. in the Super Bowl, but what he did more than choke, <laughs> man. That that was horrible. Well, I was yeah, hoping. For, yeah, for, I was hoping for, for the Broncos D like that season. Yeah, that Broncos D was nasty that year. Von, but he did not die for that ball. We'll always remember that. Von yeah. Miller was a beast. You know what? Speaking of the Broncos. And mm. I know his They've name. They've been trash. I know. <laughs> I, For a while. They're probably, Joe Flacco. They're probably going to be sellers today. Oh, they're definitely selling no today. Way. Joe Flacco is sellers. out. He's hurt. You, Joe Flacco is hurt now. I tell you two players on that defense that I wouldn't be surprised if they trade by the end of the day. Chris, Chris Harris, Harris Jr. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Von Miller. Oh, my Lord. Wow. I'd be surprised. Wow. I would be surprised that if they traded Von Miller. I think half the world would be surprised. Man. Really? He's one of the best pass rushers in the league. But, but he Dude, will. He, I mean, what's he is, got? Is this his last season on contract? He's the anchor of that defense. He He's the anchor of that defense. He's a I, veteran. It's like us trading Malcolm Jenkins. Like You just don't expect it to happen. You're absolutely correct. But who expected us to get rid of Brian Dawkins? Well, I mean, he, by that point, Let's he was pretty old. I mean, Jenkins is still he, he play. Few, he's playable. He had a few seasons left in like that's the thing. Like, yeah, I'm, okay. I, listen, I, I hear exactly what y'all wrong with one year left. I hear, I hear exactly what y'all saying, but at the same time, like this is a team that's in rebuild. Like they're they're going to need to require to acquire assets at this point. All right, so he just signed. Yeah, he just signed a new contract. Oh, he signed geez. a contract back in 2016, oh. and. It looks like he has two years left. Oh, okay. He has two years left on the contract. Hmm. So, I mean, it, like I said, it's 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 quite possible. I mean, you got Joe Flacco as your starting quarterback. You sure do. Not anymore. <laughs> Who's starting for them this week? Ooh. I don't even know who their backup quarterback Does is. Does it matter? It's definitely not Brock Osweiler because he retired. <laughs> I mean, he's out for multiple weeks with a neck injury. Yeah. Not that they were going to win doing? anyway. But did you yeah. see his and post he was game? Critical. He yeah. was critical of the team too. He was not happy. He thought. I think, in his opinion, the coach is horrible, and he needs to be fired. I think it's more than the coaching. I think John Elway has <laughs> is not only the general manager of that team, but it seems like he's the coach of that team. That offense really is still old school. It has old school concepts. They're they need the, a mobile quarterback. Flacco for that offense. First of all, he's old. They're one of the only teams that still run a fullback. Like, yeah, it's true. See... And they got two RBs, too. Royce Freeman and Phil Lindsay. Now they got don't... Drew Locke. Now, don't get me Drew wrong. Locke. Oh, don't yeah, get... from Missouri. Now, don't get me wrong. I love I-formations. I think that's one of the best formations to ever be created. But they're one of the only teams that I see on Sundays running that formation. You know who else has a fullback? The Packers. And they're doing pretty well for themselves. And the Chiefs. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm not <laughs> saying that. All I'm saying is I think that... John Elway has his hands way too much on, on the team, just like Jerry Jones has his hands too much on the Cowboys. I think that's true. But, he again, John Elway's job is, he, first of all, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. You would think he'd be able to find a good one. And he's gone through how many now, like six or seven? And they've all been underachievers. But let's look at it. Okay, but let's, Drew Locke's not even going to be quarterback next week. It's uh, going to be Brandon Allen from mm-hmm. Arkansas. Okay. <laughs> I wish we played the Broncos. <laughs> the Jags in 2016. 
Drew Locke, let him give him a chance. He was really good at Missouri. That's why they drafted him last se- or last uh, last NFL draft. But let's yeah. look. Let's look at the um, let's look at the coaching situation like this in terms of John Elway and evaluating quarterback talent. <laughs> let's say, for example, Michael Jordan, who owns the the Charlotte Hornets, partially, uh, but partially, yes. he has. Let's be honest here. He hasn't done that good of a job drafting talent and acquiring talent for that team. Now, there are individuals such as myself that consider Michael Jordan the greatest of all time. But obviously, he's not that very good at acquiring talent. It's the same thing, same concept. Better hire somebody then. You're absolutely correct. Better hire somebody that knows what they're doing. But that's a pride thing. That's a pride thing. Are you going to hire somebody that knows what they're doing, who knows how to evaluate talent? I hope the Eagles do soon because we can't draft for... Yeah, please don't. Insert bleep. <laughs> Hold on. Jesus. <laughs> Kill me. That's I all can I'm see. They're very delayed, but. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. But, but, yeah, you're absolutely correct. You it, That's the thing. Do these higher upper management um, managers, are they able to see their weaknesses? That's the key thing. And that's the thing. And I agree with you. In terms of the Eagles, I hope Howie Roseman sees that he's not that good of a drafter. He's really not that good at scouting talent. We really haven't hit truly on draft picks. Now, you can say that Miles Sanders is a hit at this point. Mm-hmm. You can honestly say that. But, J.J. Arthiga, you can say that Andre Dillard's been a hit. Andre Dillard has been playing excellent. He did excellent against the Bills. I was going to say, he played. I was very you know, impressed. You know who else? A good game. Uh, another, the Broncos are, are another team that make my point as far as not having a good quarterback, but good pieces around him. Because if they had a good quarterback, they would be, in my opinion, a playoff team. I agree. Two solid running backs. Their defense is still pretty good with Von Miller and Chris Harris. But how many years have we said that they needed a quarterback? How many well, years? Well, seven, um, seven years now, I think. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, you you should be draft. You should have been drafting a young talent in the second, well, they, first. They round. just drafted Drew Locke, so we'll see if he ever gets an opportunity. Maybe this Brandon Allen gets destroyed in the first quarter. And <laughs> wow, jeez, <laughs> I'm just Max? saying things yeah, happen man. in life. What's man. the matter with you? Um, but I will point out this: <laughs> I did think I thought the Bengals were going to have a good season this year. Sneaky on the uh, radar I don't know team. Why. And I also thought that the Broncos, hard. the Broncos were going to be a sneaky under the radar team this year, and so far both of those have not worked out for me. However, season's not over yet. It's true. Yeah, you're right. I thought the Bengals were going to be decent, man. I thought what? you know Joe Mixon. What? Well, this was before AJ Green got hurt. Man, the Bengals ain't worth two cents so long as they have uh, their <laughs> Andy so Dalton. Edge, Andy Dalton. They should I'm tank about the Browns. Tank and draft to it. Now the Browns. Tanner's dis- favorite college player to it. Took a now, the Browns have disappointed me. Once upon a time, I predicted Bears-Browns as a Super Bowl. Mm. What, wait, wait. What did we? What did I pick again? I remember we you did. Said I think Kansas Saints, City Chiefs, I had the yeah. Saints, Saints. Chiefs. I had the Colts, and I forget who. All I remember was I had was Kansas it, City. Was it the Colts and the Eagles? Did I have? No, you said, no, no, you didn't say the Eagles. Yeah, I, th- I never usually say the Eagles. My prediction could hold up. Chiefs, Saints, let's go. No, you said... Mm. Did I say the Saints? No, you didn't say Saints. I think I did say the Colts I, and the Saints a rematch. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you well, said. Well, T probably said something that's Chiefs, not even close. Eagles. Yeah, no. He probably said the Dolphins. <laughs> First off, I'm a football expert. I ain't that stupid. I'm the football expert you on this You said Chiefs program. Eagles, I remember it. Yes. Yeah. That's what I said. Because right. uh, Max did. made fun of you. Did yeah. anybody pick the Patriots? Oh, wait, Chris. No, I picked the Browns. Yeah. Uh, right. Just We're, leave. We, we never. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, I was oh, hoping... Oh, yeah, he said the Bears and the Browns. Dude, I was hoping <laughs> Baker Mayfield would be throwing bombs to Mitchell Odell and Trubisky Jarvis. And Baker how, Mayfield in the Super Bowl. How disappointing has the, have the Browns been the this year? The most disappointing in the how. NFL. Seriously. I, I can tell you how. But they don't know. No one likes each other. I think Odell the, hates Baker. If we're looking at two seasons ago, 
it's an improvement. <laughs> but yeah. I, can, I can tell you how. Because Baker Mayfield, Dude. man, it's a shame that he's getting so much attention in, in, not, in not his good. young career. Not good attention. And, like, he's not. Sophomore slump. He's not coming. He's not performing up to expectations. Dude, two wins is a lot for Cleveland. I'll say this. I'll say this. His commercials were funny. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's the problem. Was, he's getting caught up in all these endorsements and whatnot. He's supposed to be protecting his house, but I'm not seeing a lot of that going on. Nope. People just running on in there, taking whatever they want. And <laughs> I mean, he, he mows that grass, too. So I don't understand. Clean, taking clean, W's. Cleans up the trash in the stadium. Uh, yeah. Seen that one? Oh, the funniest one is the one where he's going to like the straw. Uh, yes. across. <laughs> Walks across the field. Uh, that was oh, funny. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we changing the uh, topic? Yeah, let's go. Sports topic? Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go Sixers now. Joel Embiid oh, last night. baby. 36 These points. These Sixers are fun to watch. They I thought they are. were going to lose. I thought Trey Young are was just going to start me? shooting threes. And in the beginning of the game, he was making he's him a shot. But he, he's really talented. He's but no man. one at the end of the day could stop Joel Embiid. No. He is my, and even still, when they played the Pistons, like the fact that Al Horford was able to step up in the absence of Joel Embiid, big time, man. Dude. I like the fact that we're playing well on the road too. These aren't easy games. No, this they is are how not. this is how the, these little games you don't think of, like Hawks on the road, very beginning of the season, mm-hmm. you forget about it in a couple months. But this is how teams win sixty-five to seventy games. Dude, seriously. This is going to be an exciting, exciting team to watch, man. Remember that one season when the Warriors were like twenty six and zero or twenty five and zero or something? I don't yeah. think we're going to be like that because no. of how hard it is with the traveling and all. No, I don't think so. But look out, this team could win sixty games. Twenty five and one. Just hey, hey, Ben Simmons. Mm. Hey, listen, man, I, I need you to shoot. Like I, seriously, like I understand we winning. I, I don't want to start fussing just, and complaining. People yeah, want those three just beers. Take, let's talk about Thibault's debut. Uh, two steals, two blocks, six deflections, three points. He's in there for uh, defense, <laughs> defensive purposes. He is, but he 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 looks pretty solid. I mean, finally a draft yeah, pick that's, that's, that's you know not a first overall pick, but can contribute to the team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, and it's a breath of fresh air to finally see that them hitting on the draft pick. Unlike Markel Fultz, who left his ankles out on the court. Too the other soon night. to say hitting on a draft pick, though. Alfibel's going to be. I, he's contributed he, more of three to this games point have happened than Markel Fultz has. Uh, that's true. For our team, team three games have happened. Just like Andre Dillard only had one good game so far. Well, he, he played Sorry, pretty decently. I didn't mean to change the topic. I just want to make a point. Wow. Well, he played decently against the Cowboys. I also but, have you know. an issue with Tobias Harris right now Uh-oh. because with JJ Redick leaving us, we were in need of a another shooter. Mm-hmm. Because JJ was a big part. Yeah, of it. he hasn't been knocking them down yet. And Tobias was supposed to come. What's he here for? And fill in that fill in that role. And in the first half of the game, he only had two points. Hmm. Uh, he finished with thirteen, but it, he disappeared in the first half. He misses his buddy Boban. He Bunch was, of low life. He was gone in the first half. You know, I do agree. I think we should or we could see more out of Tobias, especially as the games go on. We need to see him be able to he hit those the open most shots out of anyone too. Well, I hope so. He's getting paid 180 million. Yeah. I was about to say, Al yeah, Horford, I'm putting his butt out there. I'm paying him that much. Five points. MB 36. Horford, but but you give him credit. Horford hit big time free throws at the end of that yes. game. He's he's yeah. a good veteran guy, and he's he's a good defensive player, and just somebody you can rely on. Good locker room. That all factors into it. And all what that do you stuff. guys think about uh, Brett Brown being so confident in putting the ball in Joel's hands? Final seconds of the game. That's what I he's think. Gonna, that, that's that's what we're the right see move. More. I think the setup was so good. Instead of just dumping him into the post, they kind of work a high low where they try to get it up to Simmons. They give it to Horford on the on the high block opposite, and mm-hmm. then they and then they try to what they they try to pin 
and you know John Collins down and just have that lob over, mm. lob him like he's pinning him towards the basket. Right, throws a lob over the shoulder and then he just catches it and goes right up. Is there any other player you think should get the ball over Joel in the final crucial seconds as, of the game? As of this moment, no. Because it was Jimmy Butler last season. I'll tell you right now, they're going to be double teaming Embiid. If, if, if situations get like that again, he's going to get doubled. And there has and to be another happens, guy. If that happens, got to go to Tobias. I, I feel like. I would give it to Horford. Really? I would give it to Horford. I wouldn't have a problem with either one. Okay. I would I would, I would, would more or less defer to Horford. Now, Horford over Tobias? Horford over Tobias. Shooting that three? Yeah. Honestly, Horford yes. can shoot. Horford I know can Horford shoot, can shoot, but I know that that Tobias is more athletic and all, and mm-hmm. can beat guys off the dribble. But if, you know, if he's getting right, somebody's getting right. doubled and somebody's open on the perimeter, Horford can knock that shot yes, down. I, yes, he can. I remember a few times where we left Horford open when he was on the Celtics, and he just shot that three right in our face. Yep, yeah. and, and, we and like, that's what? the reason. And that, yeah. Oh my gosh, he can shoot. Yes, what? stupid. Jeez. Yes. I it's like awesome. having Horford on this team. We're, we're just uh, uh, I'm not a more, Horford fan. A more complete I'm glad he's team. On the team. <laughs> yeah, a more complete team. And listen, give Josh Richardson or credit yesterday. I know that Trey Young had a crazy game. No, that's Trey Young, but man. There were so many push offs. There were so many, you know, flops. Twenty five points, four rebounds, nine assists. <laughs> Let me. Josh Richardson was was guarding him well. Let me bring something up that's been really irritating me, and, and it kind of irritated me um, watching that Hawks game a little bit. Um. The, the NBA is soft. All right. Uh, All right. This the, Today's NBA is soft. I know I sound like yeah. one of those old relics that, you know, oh, yeah, back in the day, talking they about, were real players. I, I know I sound like that. Talking about Mike Scott? Honest. Yes. Yeah. That was not that was not flagrant two um, worthy. I right? saw a little That's bit of shoulder action. But a flagrant too, I do not think so. And I then, know Mike. We we all know kind of Mike Scott personally, not personally, excessive. but we know how he is. He's like a I mean, great he fought the at the he fought <laughs> so like us. at the game. It looked like he what? was like, "Yo, if you go out for this layup, I'm just gonna like wipe yeah, you out." He put a shot into it, definitely fans. not a <laughs> not a flagrant two. Not a flagrant two. The flagrant one. Though. No. And then on top of that, Embiid posterizes John Collins, does a shimmy shake, and gets a flagrant one. Did he Are get a flag? Did he get technical for that? Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. And I don't think at first, I don't shimmy, think he was. Shimmy, go- uh. I don't think he was going to get a technical, but because the Hawks bench went crazy. Yeah. Wow. They, the referee. He like, shook his shoulders in somebody's yeah. face. Oh my gosh! And the, and the coach was going nuts. Who was a former uh, assistant, yeah, Lloyd yeah. Pierce? He yeah. got former assistant. Coach you piece of Swiss cheese. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but to I, answer I, uh, your question, my guy's Furkan Korkmaz. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just tr- you're not a big shake. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying ridiculous things. Yo, that yeah. that Mike Scott ejection really hurt us because Shake Milton had to play extra minutes and then and he ended he up getting hurt. Yep. So now we're down two bodies no, and we got to fight to the end to this game and it was a struggle. Now Shake Milton, obviously a lower end bench piece, but what a great fa- name though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so again, I don't. I have to see more of this team play. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't seen uh, too many games. There's only three so far. So I don't know. I, I think Brett Brown's still mixing and matching roles and things of that. But this is, the, this is the time to do it. This is the time yeah. to experiment which lineup works, which lineup doesn't work. And then by midseason, when you're making that push for playoff seat, and that's when mm-hmm. you need to have your lineups finalized. What yeah. lineup can do what? You know, and I would like to see more of the backup point cards. However, Trey Burke has not seen action in a while. I think he only got in one game. Mm-hmm. And also that uh, Raul Nato. Uh, who? Yeah. Man, that's what? ludicrous. Yeah. He's, a, he's another backup point card who's only been in for like three minutes. However, I think they can contribute more than, a, say, what? maybe a Shake Milton. 
mm. or Furcon Corpons for that matter, because I think that it's ridiculous that Furcon Corpons got back on this team. We cut him. We cut him, and now he's back on the team. I don't understand. Oh, I mean, geez, hey, hey, it's he's my guy. He doesn't do anything out there that's productive. <laughs> I haven't seen him do one productive thing all season long, going the, back to last year as well. That's Max's Aaron Altero of the Philadelphia <laughs> 76 It really is. <laughs> Just got an update What's about... Up? <gasps> trade? No, it's uh, not a pump, trade, but an update. I said update. <sighs> Just... Uh, slay trade unlikely with Lions asking price incredibly high. Well, well he's one of the best corners I in mean, the NFL. Shock. Well, they said that they said that last night, so I wasn't worried about that. I, I kind of figured they wasn't going to trade Slay. Yeah, I mean it was like good. Chris Harris. I have I have no see. I'm so I'm so out in the open here because I don't know which you can go so many directions with p- positions. We mm. need multiple positions. We don't know which one we're looking at. You can give up multiple picks. Do you give up maybe a player involved? What kind of player are you getting back? Are you getting back a defensive, offensive? Or are you getting back, you know, a star? Are you getting back depth? Like so many different things. Right, real quick, in. let's let's talk about this as the show is about to end. Um, what players can you honestly say that you will get rid of? We already discussed Big V. Big V, honestly, you can, how you're not going to get rid of him for nothing. No, no how? one's nothing. No one's giving you up anything. Is what I meant. How? Hey, some GMs have the ability to just hypnotize people and trick them into, hey, this player's great. Yeah, just like how Howie Roseman hypnotized the Minnesota Vikings into giving us a first round pick for Sam Bradford. Exactly. Which I'm still trying to figure That's out crazy. how in the world he he did. That. At this point, I don't think they're going to trade Zach Ertz. And oh, not God, that would be so terrible. That, I don't think no, at now this that point, is I off the table. I wouldn't that, want to trade that's either. off the table. Yeah, no, no Zach Ertz. There's only there's only so many stars you have on the team, and he's one of them. If yeah, if he, if that's how I need another star. I would trade Goddard though. Whoa, yeah. well, uh, I mean, yeah. more likely. Yeah, but who's, but who's going to play behind Zach Ertz? Like Richard Rogers, maybe if he ever gets healthy. Dude, yeah, who no, even is the tight end? That exactly my point. I have no clue. Didn't we have an Ellis guy? Ouch, I don't know. The, the, here, here's the thing. Why did we draft a tight end in the second round? This, this goes back to the drafting process. We could because easily the Cowboys wanted. Because yeah, we could have used. The then they get Van Der Esch and Jarwin. Yo, it's not about making another team. That's you know, what it you was have to have about. Confidence That's what it was in your about. own picks. We could easily have a stud. I'm sure there's a linebacker or two that went after him. We, that we could, could have. have both. We could have Van Der Esch and Jarwin. Do we know it's hard? <laughs> Oh, gotcha. <laughs> that goes back to the drafting. Somebody has to get hired or fired that knows what they're doing. Because that guy because doesn't know what the hell he's doing. This is three drafts in a row. It's frustrating <laughs> as hell because of the fact that we don't have depth or or any star talent at any position. This goes back to the Earl Thomas draft where we took Brandon Graham over Earl Thomas. Now, don't get me wrong. Brandon Graham <coughs> has been better over the last few weeks yes. after I ripped him back in like week five. You yes. know, I've been ripping him over the last couple weeks, but he, he did. He did play pretty well uh, on he, Sunday. He did. I'm so, not even front. But again, let's let's get some star power in here. I want to hit these draft picks and give me some stuff. Like Jalen Ramsey, fifth overall pick. Why can't we just hit on on somebody like that later <laughs> in the rounds? That, that's the thing. It's it's see that goes goes back to evaluating talent. See, and you you brought this up either a week or two ago that for some reason the Philadelphia Eagles like to draft potential. They see the potential in players. Like this, the thing with Sydney. Sydney tore his Achilles. Um, at Washington, mm-hmm. but we drafted him on potential terrible, because terrible, terrible he pick. was he was slated to be the best corner yes. coming out of that draft. Oof. We have to stop Oof. drafting for potential. That has to come yes, to a completely other Thank you stop. so much. You're making great drafts. Draft talent. It's not that hard to be able to see on Saturdays who in the world is talented and who's talented enough to play on Sundays. There, this, it's not that hard. Jalen Hurts. Quarterback stud. Stud. 
All right? Tua, Tua. you can argue as a stud. All right? Listen. Trevor Lawrence isn't there yet. We've seen this season he's struggling a little bit. A little bit, but yeah, because he's relying a, too much on those receivers yeah. in his arm. I think he should stay another year at Clemson. And he'll, he'll oh, yeah, he'll stay. He's a sophomore. He'll I, stay another year. He's running backs. There's running backs all over the place. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. DeAndre Swift. Jordan. J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State. I mean, you can go. And there's one other guy that will come to me probably when the show ends. But he reminds me of a smaller Ezekiel L.A. He mm-hmm. fall, like. He runs and then gets tackled, but he just falls forward and gets another three or four yards mm-hmm. just based on the fact that he's going forward every time he falls. You but, know how Zeke, you know how Zeke, he'll never get bottled up and go backwards. Same thing with Jordan Howard. When he gets hit, he'll go forward. All right. Same thing. It doesn't matter Jordan. how many guys push him back. All right. Yeah. I, I just I want to know when you get hired by the Eagles, will you still give us one day of your week to do <laughs> Oh, I know who it is. I don't know his name. I know where he goes to school. LSU. The LSU running back. Um, I don't know his name. Uh, man, but he is. Insane well, and LSU ranked number one in the country. While True. T while T looks that up, I just want to ask you real quick about the Joe Girardi hiding hiring. Oh, amazing! Oh yeah, I'm. Dude. And if we lose uh, 162 games, I don't care because Joe Girardi's the man. Winning pedigree. <laughs> yeah, we, we need a guy with. Experience. I will never be mad at him. Never. Curry. We will be Is winning. Curry? Hmm? Price from LSU. Any of these guys ringing a bell? They're not ringing a bell for Emery. me. Yeah. Norman Williams. Jeez, I don't know the head these spinning running backs. We, <laughs> no, we we no, yeah, but to, we th- that's exactly what we need. We needed a manager with experience, with definitely experience, experience, and a, and a World Series under his oh, belt. He, yep, he he's, he knows exactly he what he's know, doing. He yeah. knows he knows how to get it done. He knows how to manage a game. He knows when you, he sees a pitcher out there struggling. He's not going to wait till they give up the three run homer. He's going to take him out beforehand, and we're going to get some. And I also, and I also need a manager. We also need good pitchers. I also need yes. a manager going to say stuff now we like go out this. And get players. I want to yeah. see people rip their heart out yes. of their f-ing chest. Like we seriously, need, I need managers like that. We Bob need to go out there. Old school. Peter Laviolette. Yeah. No, going right. That's right. That's very yeah. good at it. So uh, I'm pretty confident. Uh, and also, you're wrong about Brian Elliott. I just wanted to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Carter Hart's struggling. He is. I don't like to see that. Quit yucking my yum. I need to see more. I need to see if, more effort out of Carter Hart. I'm just letting you He's guys going through the know, out there. if you guys get very angry text messages tonight, uh, it's because the Flyers are playing the Penguins, and if there's a team I hate more than Cowboys, it's the Penguins. <laughs> All right, so... I'm Penguins, wait, the Penguins wait. are kind of fun to watch, though, sometimes. Shut up! Let's oh, God, on, here we go! What baseball. is the matter with you? They're fun to watch! They got a cool arena. Dude, she, what? The PPG, PPG Paints, Paints arena. arena? What about that arena is the great? The PPG Paints oh. Arena. Shut up! All right, all right. The Astros and Nationals face off tonight for Game Six. Dude, the Astros will the Astros take it? That is incredible that the Astros has come back. The Astros are going to take it tonight. Yes, but shout out to my boy Steven Strasburg on an amazing season. I I can't wait to see him pitch again next year. He's amazing. I think it really depends. Verlander, Verlander's zero five career starts in the World Series. Strasburg, my favorite pitcher in the league. Neither team has a home win. No. Nope. I think it ends incredible. tonight. I just right. feel like that home crowd Astros, in Houston. They right. got the momentum going. Go Three in a row. Then again, hey, Strohs, they're, they're going to need another distraction behind home plate again. Man. Uh, let's not get into that. All I got to say is, look, yeah, let's not get into that. All I got to say is, look out for my main man's on Houston, Jose Altuve. Uh, That's clear, T's favorite player. Don't go right. Clear MVP, right? <laughs> so you got to right. pick nope. T. You picked a good player. All right. Don't go right. I did. All right, T. You got to do your thing. All, All right, y'all. Y'all missed any of this episode? You can always go to philly-experience.simplecast.com. We are available on all major platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and more. Listen, Philadelphia Eagles, Howie Roseman. 
I need players. All right? I need something good to watch on all 22 tape. Seriously. I need something good. Because I'm sick and tired of having to cuss players out. I'm tired of it. All right? Please. That's all I'm asking for. All right, guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Tune in next Tuesday. I hear you. I'm embarrassed. This is some bullshit.